Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. justice system into the direction of the 21st century. His special directives that he's enacted has given criminals kind of a get-out-of-jail-free card. We need to use science and data in order to address public safety or violent crime. Uh, his data and science is completely flawed. Nobody's safe in Los Angeles because of district attorney Gaston. You will see that not only have I enhanced public safety. Don't get that name on my face. That's a champ right there. I am absolutely outraged at the lies that Mr. Gaston is stealing. He has no business implementing laws of his own personal choice, which we voted against. We've done so in a way that is much more both physically and socially responsible. Not only is he breaking the law, but he is not doing what he is supposed to do as a district attorney, and that is protect his victim. He is in the wrong office. He should have been a public defender. He's voted in. He can be voted out. Salute. Celebrating us going home on this Gaskin direct. Crime is at a historic low in this nation, a historic lows in the state. That's a bunch of baloney to me. And now, for an update on the recall of L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon, here's John and Ken. Yes, and it's the best update of all. They submitted the signatures to the L.A. County Registrar of Voters, 717,000 of them. They Thank you. Uh, which they needed about 568000 So they have uh, well more than a 20% cushion. So this, uh, this should happen. But we'll uh, wait and see because you can't trust anybody counting, counting petitions in LA Yeah, I County. wouldn't call this the best news of all because we don't have it on the ballot yet. But this was obviously a significant move towards that. But So far, so far so good. Let's uh, get Eric Sadal on. 
He's vice president of the Association of Los Angeles Deputy District Attorneys. And they had a big event today in Norwalk at the L.A. County Registrar of Voters where they brought in all the signatures to officially turn them over. Eric, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm, I'm hopeful about our, the future of Los Angeles now. So you think we've got enough here? Look, uh, we have 717,000 signatures, as you guys reported. Uh, that is a, an enormous number. That is an historic number. Uh, so I am, I'm hopeful that we are able to get every single signature counted and that the registrar's office does the right thing. I think we have a significant cushion. I have to tell you, my hat is off to the recall committee. They have done an amazing job. Uh, you know, that's, I mean, think about it. 717,000 individual signatures of people who are fed up with the district attorney. I bet you, if you went back three years ago, you couldn't get 100,000 people to know what the, or that knew what the district attorney does. Now you have 717,000 Angelinos who want the district attorney recalled. They want it on the ballot. They want to stop the chaos. And you gentlemen are, are very much respons- partially responsible or actually very much responsible for the fact that we got so many signatures because you guys have been telling the truth to Angelinos about what is going on in Los Angeles under George Gascon. Well, there's like a story every week or so from this guy's office about how he's handled these cases in horrendous fashion. Of course, the big one from more recent, which is the two killing of the uh, the killing of the two El Monte police officers by a guy that just skated by with a strike on his record. Uh, Gascon, if he does go down, has contributed to his own demise with his directives. Right. And, you know, that's that's the other thing that we have to remember is that there's been a lot of lives lost because of this man's policy. He has been an absolute, complete and utter failure in terms of his approach to criminal justice. Uh, It is not reform. All it is is protecting the most violent criminals, giving them an opportunity to continue to victimize innocent Angelinos. And I think that, you know, that what. What we saw today is a, a, a breath of fresh air, a sign that there's new hope, that there's a new direction that Ange- Los Angeles wants to take. And, you know, we need to take that opportunity. But we also need to make sure that our registrar's office does their job. They do it correctly. They don't try to, you know, put their thumb on the scale. And we want every single signature counted. We want to make sure that that the voters have their chance to be able to recall the DA. How do you monitor the uh, petition counting? So the campaign will be, you know, very rigorous in terms of making sure that they don't unnecessarily throw signatures. You know, there's, there's a couple steps in this process. Um, The election code says that there has to be a 5% sampling and I don't want to get too much into the weeds, but, um, that 5%, uh, we actually don't, we're not able to control what, what, uh, what you know, petitions they select. So that's kind of, you know, it's random, but, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that we rely on math and we don't rely on politics. To so make they do a 5% decision. sampling and, and what kind of uh, clearance rate would convince them that the 5% sample is enough and they could just uh, approve of uh, the, the recall vote? 
it's going to it's not going to sound right because the way the way the election code is written, but it has to be somewhat over 100 percent verification rates. Um, but it doesn't really mean a, an actual 100 percent. So, uh, look, the the the, the bottom <laughs> you're right. Line I don't is, understand is that. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's that's why I don't want to get too much into the weeds about this. But I think what's really what's going to happen is the 5 percent sample will happen and what they'll determine is that every single vote or every single signature needs to be counted. And it's going to take about 30 working days uh, for them to do that. And then after that, the Board of Supervisors does more of a ceremonial vote where they decide when the election is going to happen. And if everything goes to plan, most likely this is going to be a special election on, on the ballot. Uh, so uh, we're talking after the regular November election, maybe in what, December, that, January, or even later than that? December, January. I think that's the more prudent call to make at this point. It's going to, you know, it will be a, a single issue. Whoa. Do we recall the DA? And if he's recalled, who do we replace him? Most with? of the county supervisors are uh, Gascon fans. They're anti-police. Can they do anything to delay this significantly or muck up the process? There's very little that they can, uh, you know, do to delay it. I mean, this is all by done by statute. And you know, look, we have a, you know, uh, there there are uh, people in this board of supervisors who are very good. Uh, Catherine Barger comes to mind as 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 someone who I think will keep everyone honest. So um, I'm hopeful she will. And I, I you know, I, I have zero reason to believe that she won't. So, um, you know, I think that we will get this on the ballot and we will see the recall of George Gascon if it comes on the ballot. Because, again, I think his you look at it as unfavorables. Everyone knows him. No one likes him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you suspect he will change his behavior at all? Because so far he's been stubborn and he hasn't given an inch. I mean, even with uh, the uh, two cops getting killed in El Monte, he had very little to say uh, about that particular case uh, when well, we found out that he was responsible. Except who knew the guy wasn't violent? No. Well, Nothing in know, his background indicated he was a violent person. We're sorry. You know, remember, he did give the officers his thoughts and prayers. Sure. You know, you know what I would love it for him to do is keep his thoughts and prayers to himself and actually do his job. Right. I mean, I, do you, I mean, do you foresee him trying to pull a Hail Mary and suddenly reversing a lot of his policies and trying to be more conciliatory uh, publicly? Uh, look, if you, if, you, if you listen to him on the press, uh, you know, his interviews recently— you would think that he's this crime-fighting DA who's actually really interested in putting away violent criminals. I mean, he's trying to do a major facelift to his you know, public image. But we know what he's done, and we know that his policies have contributed to violent criminals getting out and killing. The, and the best example is the two El Monte police officers. That is 100% on him. It's his policies that resulted in the death of the two officers, and he is, he owns that one, and he will always own that one. I don't care what type of plastic surgery he's been engaged in to try to change his public image. We all know what this man stands for, and he stands for 
making sure that violent criminals are no longer held accountable by the criminal justice system. All right, Eric, thank you very much for coming on once again. We appreciate it. And, and uh, your great efforts work. too. Yeah, your efforts, too, have been wonderful in all of your public appearances on this. And uh, hopefully we'll have a whole campaign coming up this fall. Let's hope. Let's hope. To get him officially driven out of office. All right. Thanks a lot, Eric Sedal. And he's yep. vice president of the Association of Los Angeles Deputy District Attorneys. And uh, They well, obviously we'll... were a big part of the effort to get this recall on the ballot. It's not a done deal yet. Apparently... There's a spokes hole for the L.A. County Registrar's Office who has spoken to the El Segundo Times. His name is Michael Sanchez. And they haven't made a decision yet as to whether or not they're going to look at every signature or they're going to do a random sample. He said the state's elections rules do permit them to examine just a random sample of the forms. They said they will finalize their methodology for validating the signatures after they received the petition forms that the campaign used to collect signatures. In other words, they wanted to wait till today, mm. till they're all well, turned in, and they have all these boxes lined up, and then they can make a decision. My, my, my memory, my understanding of this is you can do the 5% sample, and then if you have a, a really high approval rate, then you can not bother with the other 95%. If it looks like, you know, it, that, that, that this number is so good out of the 5%, it's likely that the rest of the batch will have uh, the same. And what if you have a bad validation rate? Well, then you've got to do the whole. You got to look at every signature. Yeah. Or they just say, "All right, that means the rest of them probably already could either." Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's happened. I don't know if they've ever had. Because usually, if you go through the process of meeting the required number of signatures, you know, you 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 have a you have a good haul in there. It may not be you know exactly the target, but it's usually you know in the neighborhood. The soonest the recall election could take place is November 8th. That's when we have the general election. L.A. City Mayor, County Sheriff, City Council, and of course the national midterms. The latest it could be, if this qualifies, would be January of next year. This story mentions at least two people. Deputy D.A. John McKinney has already said he's interested in being a recall uh, vote replacement for Gascon. And it does mention Jonathan Hatami who's been in our show many times. Uh, he was one of the first, I think, we spoke to mm -hmm. publicly. I think we've had McKinney on, too, and he's on he's on TV a lot. Yeah, the, these two are the two names being mentioned. They also put Steve Cooley's name in the mix, but he hasn't obviously committed uh, to possibly running to once again be L.A. County D.A., but it'll be around the first week of August. We'll find out. Now, there's going to be a quiet period while we wait for the 30 days here. And trust me, the county registrar won't announce anything before pretty much the whole 30-day deadline. That's probably just the way they work. So we probably won't find out until uh, the beginning of August whether or not this is going to qualify for the ballot. But as I said, somewhere between 15 to 20% of signatures are generally rejected. So they have just enough of a margin, even if they get 20% thrown out. If it's more than 20%, then uh, we got to start asking questions. John, maybe you can go down there in your free time and watch them do this. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust them. I mean, I just, I, why would you trust them? Usually, government protects government. Uh, and, and this is always a Oh, they don't like recalls. Now, no, this guy's not no. elected. He's appointed by the Board of Supervisors, this registrar. But most people in political office do not like recalls for obvious reasons. Mm. It could affect them being recalled. Yeah. And, there, you know, there's a lot of pressure to make... Uh, petitions uh, disappear. Now, so. All right.
As soon as we return, you will have a shot at some money. The final keyword of the day to enter at the website is coming up next. That we'll talk about, of course, the shooting and the news from Illinois today. John and Ken show, KFI. Looks like it was a Zoom court appearance for this uh, Bobby Cremo III in Illinois. This is Highland Park, the scene of the mass shooting on July 4th that killed seven and injured over 30. Uh, the news that came out today is that he did confess. He was read his rights, but he told them outright that he did this. And we also learned that after he escaped from the scene dressed as a female, he got in his mother's car and he drove to Wisconsin and he thought about attacking another 4th of July parade in Madison. That was apparently his idea, but he just did not end up doing that. And he drove back to Illinois where they did catch him because by then they knew who they were looking for. So if he's confessed, are they skipping a trial? Don't know. And uh, did, they, did they have executions in uh, Illinois? They, I don't think. I mean, could we get rid of them by Friday, maybe? You know, I don't know. I, I, I wanted to say no, but I, because there, there's been no recent that I can think of, but I'd have to look that up as to whether or not that's even possible. Uh, records show he purchased four weapons in 2020, an AR-15 type that he used in the attack, and three others, uh, including a shotgun, and then in 21, he bought a Glock 43X pistol. Oh, they abolished the death penalty two years ago. They ten, did. Year, ten years ago. Oh, ten years ago. Ten years ago. Oh, that's so. Oh, so this guy gets to live. Isn't that great? No, Can't put him in Texas. Him. Take him to Texas. Yeah, really. They ought to, they ought to kidnap him, drag him into Texas. I... Oh, he's going to live. So the Illinois taxpayers are going to have to pay for this guy. He's, uh, he's uh, tw 22, 21. 21. 21. So 60 years worth of meals and toiletries. Uh, this man apparently was obsessed with the number 47. As you know, there is an AK-47 assault rifle. Uh, the date this happened was the reverse of that 7-4. Yeah, right. He has a character name in one of the games he plays, Hitman. Nice. Agent 47. There are actually video clips of Cremo, his avatar, playing a game where he shoots from a rooftop. It is, nice. it is it is just astonishing how completely ill-equipped we are to handle these these whack jobs. We just stand and stare at him, and then after he kills a whole bunch of people, we just we we parse all the clues. Ooh, look, he was into the number of forty-seven, and then if you reverse the date, it's seven four. Look at that. Ooh, that's why he did it because it was forty-seven seven four. You get? It? I was like, well, I mean. <laughs> He put out so much, so much indication that he, if you were going to look at 10,000 people, you'd pick him probably number one. You know, go through 10,000 people in Highland Park. Number one guy who, who would pull off a wild shooting like this. Now, I don't know what the population of Highland Park is, but it's a pretty good guess he was the most dangerous person out right, there that right. was probably going to do something like and, this. And, 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 and they all show it. And we know the patterns now. For 25 years, we've seen the same pattern. Isn't it fascinating that we just stand and stare? And the guy was able to buy five guns, and 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 he was able to uh, withstand two two times the police came over the house. Seriously, because he was threatening to kill himself and then threatening to kill everybody in this family. Uh, and, and it's just absolutely fascinating that, that, that everybody, the whole the whole infrastructure of the town, the police, the parents, the school. 
you know, the neighbors, the friends, everybody, all the people who looked at his weirdo rap videos and his weirdo writings and drawings and everything, everybody just stared at it all these years. I just, uh, well, you should see the, uh, there's a picture of the, like the Zoom of him on the Zoom. He, he does look like an ugly woman. He really is like a slender, small guy, and he has the, this weird, long, look like a wig on his head. Uh, his father, of course, is under scrutiny, and his father has his own attorney because his father sponsored the shooter when he went first to purchase a weapon because he was under the age of 21. And the father's lawyer is saying, oh, the father didn't know about that 2019 allegation that he was going to stab everybody in the family. And, oh, that's Oh, nonsense. he doesn't know anything about those knives. It turns out those were his father's knives. He's, see, he's just, they're all lying now. They're all so ashamed and embarrassed by what went on. That they're just lying. Oh, I didn't know. Really, that's not possible. In fact, the town's thirty thousand people, and 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 you're you're running for mayor. It's not which, very big. Yeah. You, you ran for mayor once, so you're politically connected, right? You're probably one of the 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 do-gooders in town. Probably joined all the clubs, right? The Elks Club or the Lions Club or the Chamber of Commerce. You know, he runs a business in town. He probably goes to, you know, the Chamber of Commerce meetings or the local business association. I'm sure he knows all the all the cops, uh, all, all the politicians, the councilmen. What are you, are you, telling, you tell me that, that I think that's why he the kid got off. I think that's why the kid was not arrested and prosecuted for what he yeah, was doing. Yeah, we think that's what happened, yeah. that they came to the house because somebody called 911, and then everybody decided after they got there, I'm talking about the family and probably the father, oh, just we'll take care of this. There, there's, there's almost 30,000 people in Highland Park, so it's pretty small. There is a 21-year-old former co-worker of Cremos that is telling the Daily Mail that apparently he showed an interest in her, and she turned him down. We didn't date... But I know he liked me. I told him, no, we can be friends. Then she uh, deleted his messages and stopped talking to him. And she thinks if she had reached out anymore, maybe he wouldn't have killed people. No, she would have gotten killed. She would have gotten killed. She would have, gotten she killed would have been the first one. She would have, he would have stopped at her house and killed her and then gone on to the parade. <laughs> None of these guys have girlfriends. Well, there's the why, glass half empty. Why would, the girl, why would any girl date a guy like that? He doesn't even look like a guy. He doesn't even look human. He's think, like uh, this. He's like this. Weird... One of the things you're interested in, Bobby. Oh, I love mass murders. I study them all. You're gonna mm. go to go out. I with play a... video games where I shoot people. Yeah, mm. spends all day on video games. Makes weird rap songs and videos about shootings. Makes drawings about shootings. Is online writing with other sicko wannabe. Whack jobs, talking, discussing shootings, going through the history of the shootings. What's your favorite shooting? How about those Columbine guys? How about that guy in Texas? How about the guy in Buffalo? This is all. This is all they do. Of course, he doesn't. It, and his parents probably gave up years ago. The mother's insane. The dad is insane too. The dad actually thinks it's a good idea to get his kid a, a, some kind of gun license card. To, 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 yeah. to sponsor him so he could buy guns. 
the dad was pretty excited, apparently, on Twitter a few weeks ago over the Supreme Court ruling on guns. So he's so, a big Second Amendment guy, so he probably wanted his son to get one. I, I just – I'm amazed how much time is wasted with people arguing all this minutia. It's like, well, we got to have background checks. Well, he went through four background checks, passed them all. What's did, next? Yeah. Uh, red flag laws. Okay, well, we, they had strict red flag laws. Well, you know, we have to ban AR-15s. You know what? In Highland Park, Illinois, they did ban AR-15s. It was illegal for him to do that. It was illegal, and he did it anyway? Yes. Guess what? Murder's illegal. Mass murder's even more illegal. So he mass murder's illegal. Single murders are illegal. Having an AR-15 is, is illegal. He committed all the crimes anyway. In fact, you know, he shot another uh, 35 people on top of the ones he killed. What, 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 what do people do? Instead, he's walking around with all kinds of tattoos on his face and on his neck and making the crazy videos. And, and, and He's a rapper. He's a rapper. He's oh, a rapper. He was apparently obsessed with a Hitman video game, and the main character is Agent 47. Uh, so there you go. Uh, you know what? He even wore the same red tie and jacket. In I, one of... I'm sorry. Everybody's standing around Highland Park going, oh, how could this happen here? This happened here because you all didn't give a crap. None of you ever expended any energy to intervene in this guy's life. That's why this happened. Because you all stood there for 22 years while this guy developed into this crazed freak in front of your eyes. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny. Day after tomorrow, during this very hour, 5 o'clock, we'll uh, be joined by the Moist Line folks. Uh, you still have some time to get a call in there and be a part of it. Use the iHeartRadio app. There's a microphone you can use to connect with the show, leave your message, or call 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. The other big mass shooting that occurred before the July 4th horror in Illinois was the Uvalde, Texas mass shooting, which killed over 20 people. The news never gets any better. Apparently, the latest report is that a Uvalde City police officer armed with a rifle spotted the shooter before he entered the school, had him in his gun sights, but waited for permission. By the time he made the call to get permission, the shooter had already entered the school building. Well, and there that you go. See, was there that. you go. That's another one. You got a guy with a gun heading into a school, you shoot him. Why? That's all there is to it. Why is there so much fear? There can't be any good reason he would go in there other than to kill people. Why, why, why is there so much fear of taking action? This is like a whole national malaise of some sort. And by the way, he had already opened fire outside the school, in case you forgot. Right. After he crashed so, his car, he was shooting at some funeral home workers. So, so, he already, so the cop already heard the gunshots. Yes, it says here the and, officer would have heard gunshots and reports of gunshots. Right, so, would have observed an individual entering the school building armed with a rifle. That would have been reasonable cause to take him out. And he choked is what he did. He called for permission. He choked. He called for permission. Do you know we did that with Osama bin Laden? We called for permission? Yes. Clinton was told... That uh, you Oh, know, you're our, talking about the original one. The original Osama bin Laden, before he had the planes crash on 9-11, uh, our military had him in, in their sights, and they wanted to get approval from the White House. And Clinton started checking with lawyers, and the lawyers said, well, maybe you shouldn't do that. It was almost like an assassination. Maybe that isn't cool under international agreements or protocol or whatever. So they pulled back and they didn't kill him. 
I, 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 you have to be decisive in life. You just have to take the risk and do the right thing. Nobody, nobody was going to charge that cop uh, with a crime once they found out that this guy had these massive plans. All right. Meanwhile, in Russia, the trial is underway for WNBA star Brittany Griner. Just before Russia invaded Ukraine, she was detained at an airport near Moscow. They say that she had vape cartridges containing hashish oil in her luggage. That can come with up to 10 years in prison. Did you see, John, the statistic on the acquittal rate in the Russian courts? It is no. 1%. Mm-hmm. No, she's... she's uh... I'd say they just always get the right guy, don't they? <laughs> They're very good at that. Well, she did, ha- she did have uh, uh, the drugs on her. I, you just can't do that. Well, I, I, you know, I just don't have a lot of sympathy. How about you don't bring the hashish oil to Russia? I mean, wouldn't common sense tell you that? Would you pack that? Who would, who would pack drugs in the bag to Russia? Well, maybe she didn't consider that. How like do you, drugs, drugs. It wasn't cocaine or heroin. How, or, do you, how do you not consider it? I didn't even want an aspirin when I go traveling to foreign countries. I'm serious. I, well, I, she I, probably traveled there before because she plays uh, you know, as part of the teams. They have to play in, in Europe because they don't make well, much money I, in the WNBA. I am completely paranoid. I know at airports, especially go to foreign airports, they got all kinds of dogs. They have mean guys who are not bound by the U.S. Constitution. They can rip open your bags. They can have your the, the dog sniffing your crotch. You, you don't know what they're going to do, and you've got nobody to appeal to. That's the thing. You get in a foreign country, people think if you call the consulate or the embassy or something, you're going to get help. All they can do is give you a recommendation for an English-speaking lawyer. <laughs> they can't do anything to get you out, clearly. All right, uh, this, this, this woman has been uh, begging the Biden administration for months. It hasn't gotten anywhere. Well, they think the best shot is to make a prisoner swap. So that prisoner would likely be the Merchant of Death. That's his name, his nickname. His name is Victor Boot. He's a convicted arms dealer. That might be who the Russians would be looking for in a prisoner swap. We don't like doing this. It's not all that common, but it does happen before. Uh, this man was apparently, well, he was a translator in the Soviet Army before he started an air freight company that transported tens of millions of arms. He supplied his big days from the 1990s and early 2000s. Uh, he sent it off to militias and rebels in conflicts throughout the world. He's a really bad guy. Yeah, maybe it's a good idea also to read a newspaper. If you uh, see that Russia is about to invade uh, uh, Ukraine and we're going to be involved, uh, don't expect kid glove treatment. I mean, we're trying to help kill Russian soldiers by the thousands. We're spending tens of billions of dollars helping to kill Russian soldiers with our equipment. We, we, you, think, you think Putin is really in the mood to do us a favor and let a basketball player out? Uh, because because they, I, I see they, they, they had like 1,200 people sign some kind of petition. Uh, oh, yeah, They're asking for her release. Um, and, of course, in this nation of woke, she's a black lesbian woman. Oh, it says here NBC News, which is one of the wokest. Uh, it was signed by uh, women described in the letter as intersectional and intergenerational. But the hell knows what that means. Intersectional. Uh, oh, that's... Okay. But, uh... wait, but seriously, how about you don't bring drugs to foreign countries? 
How about you pay attention to see if the country is involved in some sort of massive uh, international uh, war where we'd be on the other side? Ten years, though, honestly. We, we locked people up in this country for years and years for drug crimes. It's hashish oil. It's not drug crimes. Well, it, but the hashish is an illegal drug. There has drug. to be some sort but, of logic that look, takes over here and doesn't yeah, judge this. Look, if, if I'm going to a country and they say salt and pepper are illegal, I'm checking to make sure there aren't any stray packets in my bag. You just, you, you, you're, because they're not rational people. You go to Russia, Russia is the most oppressive society, one of the most oppressive in the world. You can't KFI. They're not, they're not going to say, oh, that's okay. We understand. It's just a shish oil. It's not a big deal. Right. It's not a big deal here. There, it's a big deal. Well, but is it? Or are they just doing this because it's an American? Well, go back to my uh, point number two. Let's take a look at the <laughs> Russian convictions for hashish oil and see if they all got 10 years. But that's what I'm saying, though. You can't trust foreign governments. I never trust a single foreign government. I, I, I don't care if I'm in Canada. I, I always assume that there's a, there's a, hundreds of laws that I don't understand that are unfair, will be arbitrarily enforced, that I have no rights because I'm not a citizen of their country, and maybe the citizens in that country don't have any rights. There, there, right. there, there, there are countries I, I don't even want to visit. Like, I don't ever want to go to China anymore. Because, look, look at them. It's, 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 it, the government's crazy. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken Caffine. All right, the number we learned is 717,000 signatures collected for the recall of L.A. County D.A. George Gascon. That's a good number. That's a pretty good cushion. They need about 567,000 to qualify this for an election. So we hope for the best, but we're going to have to wait about 30 days to find out. Maybe the first thing we need to find out is whether or not they do the sampling or they do review every signature. Uh, another longtime aide to old Joe is leaving. The White House communications director, Kate Bedingfield, has announced that she is leaving shortly. Uh, oh, no. She wants to spend more time with her husband and young children. <laughs> now, whenever you see that, you know what it means. I have a husband? I have young children? Really? <laughs> it's a great oh, standby. No spend, one can criticize you for that. I should spend more time. Hey, this is a sinking ship. So maybe I should spend more time with my, what do you call him, husband? Huh. You have a name? <laughs> uh, she's been with Biden since he was Obama's vice president, and she was a key strategist on the 2020 campaign. So the rats are... Yeah, they are. It's over. Slowly but surely... <laughs> He's, I mean, I mean there, there's no, there's only, uh, there's less than four months or about four months now till election day. And then after that, he's, he's got zero power. He'll be a lame duck. He'll have a yeah, if, it, if it's a wipeout for the Democrats, you're right. Yeah. Well, the, the Republicans are definitely going to get the house. So that I know I was going to say what happens with the Senate. I know there's not, not every seat is up for grabs. So. No, they're, they're, it's, it's like, I read that there's a New Hampshire Democrat woman that's in trouble. Yeah, it's one seat. It's iffy. Could go. Uh, could go either way. But he's he's done. He'll, he's he, done. he won't be able to get anything through Congress, and uh, he's going to have all kinds of uh, characters running against him in the primaries. They're they're going to take him on. This is this is this is the year you have to run if you're ambitious to run for president. This is the year on both sides because so, it, it, it could be wide open. USA Today ran quite a story today. You remember after Trump 
defeated Hillary Clinton in 2016, there were forms of protest that included women who cut their hair. Remember that face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That face. <laughs> I always enjoyed that. They one. all went to the hairdresser because they were so emotionally disturbed by Trump winning. Someone like, crawled up gonna, and I'm going to cut my hair. It's like okay. <laughs> well, that'll fix things. You'll show him. <laughs> That's not even virtue signaling. Like, what is that? Insanity. Oh, before I tell you that, this story just flashed across. Oh my god. The father of the uh, 4th of July parade killer in Highland Park yeah. told the New York Post today that his son talked about a mass shooting in Denmark the night before he went on his own massacre. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Nothing roused dad, though, huh? Uh, they... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, you need another five guns? We can go down to the gun shop tomorrow. I can get you five more. Uh, oh, here we go. The son said, oh, yeah, that guy's an idiot. But then the dad said... Um, people like that amp up the people that want to ban all guns. That's how the conversation went. Oh, the son added that. Right. That's what I talked to him 13 hours before the massacre. That's why I guess I'm in shock. Like, did he have a psychiatric break or something? Oh. You, you haven't noticed? Did you see his face? Did, did you... He was with them the night before the shooting. Did you see any of his rap videos? Did you look at the content? Of anything that he produced online. It was all about shooting people. Hello? Anybody in there? Uh, he said, I've been here all my life and I'm going to stay here and hold my head up high. I didn't do anything wrong. That's what the father's saying tonight. <laughs> wow. I think wow. we know why. <laughs> I'm going to hold my head up high? The story I wanted to mention that's wow. bizarre. There are people that are, well, they're women who are protesting the Roe v. Wade decision, who have decided to do it by getting tattoos. And they're not ordinary tattoos. Are you ready for this list? Vaginas, uteruses, and coat hangers. Wow. You want to walk around with that on your body and show people. That's your form of protest. And and, And coat hangers. And so how does that reverse the decision? It doesn't. You're just trying to let people know that this is, uh, you're not happy. Man, can you imagine meeting meeting a woman and she's got... Vaginas and uteruses and coat hangers tattooed on her body? Well, you know you're that, in... I don't think that would know, be a pleasant meeting. You're in for a happy night, boy. Woo. I would... Uh, that's, that's a fun girl. I think I would run the other way. And then there's a question of where on your body is that tattooed? Where exactly are you tattooed? These, how, how does this help? How these does... symbols of your protest and anger. Wow. Uh, it doesn't help, but it's some Tattooing your internal have... organs? On your on your skin, uh, apparently so. I see. And I imagine they'll be in places that people can easily see them. You wouldn't want it on your hip or something. Well, why? Yeah, really? Why? Maybe wait? on your cheek, your face. That, that would be that would be a sad thing. Why? Why? Why waste the imagery and then cover it up with clothing? I mean, if you're going to do that, I mean, do it on your cheeks. Do it like this uh, this uh, Highland Park guy, right? He had all it all for everybody to see. Just remember, before you do this, tattoos aren't that easy to get off. You have to laser them off, and it might not be your smartest decision. Yeah. I want to see this tattoo generation when they're 45. They're going to be spending a fortune having that thing. Oh, when you get baggy skin, you get older. It looks really bad. Yeah, I know. Uh, Most bizarre thing. All right, so uh, who's coming up next? Conway. Conway is? Oh, yes. No kidding. Is he he online here? 
uh, he's going to connect after Ken connects. Or oh, I see. Okay, so Conway's on next. Yeah. And uh, Mark Ronner has the news. Is that right? Okay. All right. Uh, John and Ken show KFI KOSD HD2 Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 